0: All right. Well, Welcome to this episode of the Tech Tech Edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jackson Moody. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't uh, think I've ever had an episode like this. I hope I never have an episode like this ever again, to be quite honest. Um, horrible, horrible news. On Saturday night, I, I thought this podcast would be about Tech Tech basketball and the struggles they're having. And... That has all completely changed and I think reminded everybody that sports truly is secondary um, to a lot of things that go on in life. On, I actually recorded this same podcast last night. It wasn't released because by the time it was going to be released, we learned that Mike Leach, the former Texas Tech football head coach, winningest coach in Texas Tech football history, had passed away at the age of 61 Um, Monday morning, we learned that Chris Beard was arrested, former Texas Tech head coach, probably the most successful coach, took us the deepest any coach had taken us in basketball, was arrested on Monday morning at 4.18am, cops called to his house around 2am on Sunday night on third degree felony domestic violence charges, and I mean, it's I, I'm truly at a loss. I, I know a lot of people are, but for two things like that, that, you know, Chris, uh, Mike Leach, the um, the impact he had on Texas Tech and Lubbock as a whole. And I, I worked at the golf course at Texas Tech when I was in school there, and I heard stories about what happened and hearing stories about how he interacts with people. It, it, it truly just comes across that he was just a common man. He was just the common man and um, I'll, I'll share a story that I learned about him at a golf course that you know I'm not quite sure if it's true or not but you know it's what I've been told and we'll talk about the Chris Beard situation which is just a sad disgusting disturbing event out of Austin that you know we all wanted Chris Beard to fail at Texas and last night I was writing an article on it and you know, if you told me April 2nd, 2021, I, within two years I'd be writing an article about Chris Beard being fired from Texas, I would have been overcome with joy. And I, I, I got to be honest, I got no joy at all talking about what transpired with Chris Beard. We also have basketball, um, which feels secondary on a day like today. Well, last Wednesday, Texas Tech came back to beat Nichols State 78-71. They beat eastern washington tonight the night i'm recording 77 72 underwhelming performances we'll get into all that uh, it it's tough i'm gonna I, it, it's kind of a weird episode also we got will hampton a 2024 three-star according to rivals recruit who i actually got to see in personal earlier this year as a junior i was really impressed so i'm gonna talk about him a good amount let's get into it we're obviously gonna start with mike leach all right. Well, starting with Mike Leach, um, I honestly this is a completely weird episode to do. Uh, normally, I try to focus on trying to improve my energy and stuff like that, trying to make myself sound better. And it's just there. There's not much energy to be had from this episode. Um, I, you know, I I know less about the Mike Leach era than probably most of my listeners out there. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I grew up a Texas fan. I said that the first time I came on. I was from the Austin area, from Pflugerville, Texas. Spoke PF, by the way. Um, and, you know, I was a Texas fan. Now, I did differ from my dad in one thing. He always root for A&M because he grew up in Hearn right by A&M. And I always root for Texas Tech over A&M. So, hey, don't hate me on that. You can hate me for being a Texas fan, but... You know, I think the worst, before the 2019 NCAA title loss, the worst memory I ever had of a team on the field was Texas losing to Texas Tech in 08, and this is, you know, Mike Leach is the coach then, and I think it's an appropriate time for me to tell this story, but, because it's, it's kind of always been entertaining to me since then, um... In 08, I'm at NASCAR. I went to NASCAR every year with my dad, and we had a projector. Um, the tent next to us or the campsite next to us, they were all actually Texas Tech fans. And Now, remind you, I was 10 at this point, so I was stupid. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Lubbock's closer than Austin is. And, he was like, and my dad looked at me like I was an idiot because obviously Lubbock's five hours away and Austin's three hours away from Texas Motor Speedway. But uh, we watched that game. I remember when I thought Blake Gideon had that interception. I started celebrating like crazy. And, um, it, you know, <laughs> my dad says, no, he dropped it. He dropped it. I'm just you know, I'm review it. Then I see the replay. I was like, oh, don't review it. I don't want to see that again. Then obviously the next play, that Crabtree catch and, you know, Mike Leach walking off as a hero as alongside Michael Crabtree and Graham Harrell and I remember that day, I was distraught, I mean, you know, I had gone through two not great seasons as Texas fans before that, after the Vince Young era, and it looked like that was a season for Texas, because they had won three straight ranked games, I think three straight against top 11 teams, then they fell in Lubbock, and that was something that nobody had on their radar, and... I remember sitting in the camper in bed, sad, and my dad comes to me and says, you know, I've learned not to let 18- to 22-year-olds' actions affect me. And so that's 08. Then going on to late 2015, I'm deciding colleges, really between Texas State, which is where my parents went, and Texas Tech. And my dad is hardcore Texas Tech. My mom does not want me to go to Texas State between y'all. She told me that's a stupid person. College. She went to Texas State, by the way, but um, I'm sitting there, and my dad's my dad's completely anti Texas Tech, and he admits seven years after he told me, oh, I don't uh, let what seventeen or eighteen to twenty two year olds affect how I feel. He tells me. You know, I've never gone over that Crabtree catch. And actually, we're at a wedding that week. He's talking to the minister, and he said, and the minister is talking to me about Lubbock because he knew I just got accepted, was about to go out there. And he tells, and my dad tells him, "Uh, You want to tell him what a hellhole it is? To a dang minister. So, you know, that's not much to do with Michael Leach. That's just one win of the many that he had at Texas Tech. Uh, But, I, I think it is kind of humorous what it did to UT fans' psyches, like like my dad, and uh, you know, obviously it was a sad moment for me to w- rewatch for seven years. And since going to Texas Tech, I've enjoyed rewatching it. But you know, really, Mike Leach. Um, so I want to share one story. I I don't know that this is true. Okay, I. I was a sophomore at Texas Tech working at the cart barn at the Ross course, just cleaning carts. And some older guy comes in. I think he's a member. And he starts talking to me about Mike Leach. And he's very anti-Mike Leach, by the way. And he tells me, well, this guy went to the president, went to his boss and told him to go bleep yourself. What do you expect to happen? So I don't know if this is true. Do not take my word that this is true. Okay, this is just something I was told. But, and then I hear all these stories. And I'm just thinking, oh man, this is one e- egotistical SOB after hearing that one. Then I hear all these stories about how he'll just talk to a person for an hour on end. And really, it, it kind of seems like after hearing that and hearing what I heard about what he said to his boss or whatever, I don't know exactly who it was said that he said it to and i don't know if it's true but you know it was truly he would be willing to talk to a random guy off the street for hours on end like he was a friend and also if he felt like he had to go tell somebody to go f themselves he would go tell somebody to go f themselves even if it was his boss so you know he truly is just a genuine person and it's insanely sad that we lost him as a human being um it's really sad that the end and look Mike Leach has an ego and I understand that I I get that he's good at what he does and he's a very nice person to 99% of the population and all the stuff that he held against Texas Tech or the people in charge he never held against Lubbock he never held against the fan base he never held against the people that he worked there with which I think is very admirable of him. Um, But, you know, just the fact that (laughs) thinking that, hey, he'll go have a random conversation with a guy on the street for an hour and then go at it (laughs) with his boss is, you know, pretty crazy stuff. And egos on both sides got in the way of a reunion. And I think right now – it's. Not that Mike Leach is a smaller man, but it's time for Texas Tech to step up and properly honor Mike Leach, whether you put him in the ring of honor, put him in the Hall of Fame. He made Texas Tech a national brand in the 2000s, and that was something unheard of before. And now we have a coach in Joey McGuire who I believe can get us back there. I truly do. I believe we have good boosters and Dusty Womble Cody Campbell. I I truly believe that, but I think the foundation was set by Mike Leach and just what he did for this community. He needs to be honored in an appropriate manner. It's a tragedy that he's gone and so suddenly at the age of 61. But, I mean, you know, it's been really cool, I will say, to see all the stories of people um, that interacted with him. And you truly get the feeling and... I wasn't a tech fan during the Leach era. I wasn't, I, you know, I I never spoke to Mike Leach, obviously. But you truly get the feeling that he was just a genuine person. And where so many coaches are so button up, collared up, politicians nowadays. He would go through Twitter, retweet the strangest stuff. And he was just a genuine guy. And, man, it... It's really awesome that Texas Tech got to have him for as long as he did. It's sad how it ended, but he also got to bring his style to the Pacific Northwest, who we all know could use a little fun and then bring it to the SEC. And, you know, I I, I think that uh, when you look back on Mike Leach's career, not just today, but five, ten years down the road, we'll see how he revolutionized the game and all that. And also, you know, quite frankly, was seemed like a very genuine and good person. And I think that's all I have to say on Mike Leach here. All right. Um, yeah, Mike Leach, a legend. Great human, I believe. Um, I'm, You know, there are some people that I know that die, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if they're looking down on me or up at me right now. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I know that Mike Leach is looking down on us. However, we have to move on to some more news, and I'll give you background on how I found out about this with Chris Beard. So I travel for work. Um, I'm actually in Austin today. I flew into San Antonio last night, or yesterday morning, Monday morning, get on the plane 6.15 a.m., turn on the activate text messages, and my friend, I I have a personal work phone. My personal phone's always kind of up because it's messed up, so I'm on my work phone. And I have Snapchat on it just because that's the easiest way for them to communicate with me because not all of them have my numbers. I get an alert uh, from my friend Caleb. He was on my show a couple weeks ago. The crating guy says, Caleb, Snapchat. Caleb typing. Caleb, Snapchat. Caleb, Snapchat. Caleb, typing. Caleb, Snapchat. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, it's 6.40 a.m. What in Denver? What the heck is he doing? Texting me four messages at 6.40 a.m. on a Monday morning. And then I get off. The plane finally lands. And I'm thinking, all right, I got to figure this out. It's been almost two hours by this point. Turn off airplane mode. Uh, go, go into a group chat I have. Go into Twitter and see the news about Chris Beard. And wow. Um, so I want to start off because there's been two reactions from tech fans. And I understand the negative reaction, which is to laugh at Chris Beard. And I understand that. For the first couple minutes that I found out about this, I was like, this is crazy. He's been arrested. Quite frankly, one time on Mickey Joseph, I saw he was arrested for a solo. I was thinking, oh, he was arrested for a bar fight. And... (laughs) You know, I I just said, oh, does, is this bad that it made me laugh? And I went back and was like, oh, it's domestic assault. Oh, that is bad that it made me laugh. So, look, and I, I tweeted something like, oh, he got coaching from Bob Knight. Then after 40 seconds, I was like, it's in poor taste. But, it, you know, initially, I think a lot of Tech fan saw this and wanted to bash Chris Beard, and I don't blame that reaction. And as the day went on, Um, really pretty soon I started thinking about the family and I just encourage a lot of Texas Tech fans who kind of like me for the first couple minutes that reacted by wanting to bash Chris Beard for it to think about, look, we all want Chris Beard to fail at Texas Tech. If you told me April 2nd, 2021, I am writing an article last night about how Chris Beard may get fired from Texas. Within two years of him being hired, I would have been laughing, thinking I'm smiling the whole article. I wasn't last night. I, it was a tough article to get through, probably the toughest article I've ever written. Because um, not only is there a victim in all this, and there is a victim, and look, due process will play itself out. Due process, and we may hate Chris Beard, and I know I despise him. But Chris Beard does deserve due process, as does every American accused of a crime. He deserves due process before any judgment is rendered rendered onto him. He will get due process in the American courts, and uh, I mean, if you if you're like me, you believe he will get due process towards the end of at the end of his life. But you know. Right now, what we have from the affidavit is basically his fiance hit the glasses out of his hand. He waited 10 to 15 minutes, went back in there. She offered him a new pair. He slapped them away, slapped the glasses off her face, shoved her, threw her off the bed, choked her, bit her, hit her, and then left. And if these things are true, Chris Beard should never coach D1 college basketball ever again, okay? If these things are true and everybody's entitled to due process and we need to let the system play out, but before you laugh at Chris Beard, I'd like to remind everybody there is a victim out there. There is a victim, Um, his fiance, who will go through her own mental struggles after this and... Look, I know there's talk about Chris Beard's behavior um, off the court and even his fiance's behavior off the court, but I encourage everybody to look inside themselves and see the human element of this. And one major one is even if you hated his fiance, if you knew his fiance personally and hated her in Lubbock and I don't know anything about her, to be clear, I don't know why anybody would hate her. I don't know why I, I don't know anything about her. Remember this, there are three daughters who started their week off Monday morning to national news of their father being arrested for domestic assault on a felony charge. And I'd just like to encourage everybody to think about that and the family aspect. I know me personally, I've had, growing up, I had family things, never anything of this magnitude. And I'm sure most people out there have had family things. I mean, the divorce rates... Over 50% there. But for your father, not only to go through a divorce, but then to wake up and see that your father's been arrested for domestic assault. I Look, I I just encourage everybody to keep not only the victim, and yes, definitely the victim, but those three daughters who for five years supported Texas Tech probably before that support texas tech because their dad was assistant coach there to keep them in your thoughts and prayers and pray for them to become a family for them to be able to find a way to have a father figure in their life because it is a truly tragic situation that went on there and i mean just thinking about it from the three daughters perspective it's sickening that you wake up ready to start your week and i have no clue what the ages they are i don't have any clue on that i don't have any interest in finding out i don't want to dig into the daughter's personal life at all but i'd encourage everybody to keep those the victim and those three daughters and your thoughts and prayers over the next few days because what they went through truly is something you don't wish on anybody especially Three young ladies who have done nothing wrong to deserve this. Alright, well now to sports. I'm sorry, I said this was going to be a weird episode. I loved recording that episode where we had just won two basketball games. I was pumped up about our team. We had just beaten Iowa State. We were bowl eligible. And then a few weeks later, little do you know, you get an episode where the winningest coach in Texas Tech football history dies and Chris Beard's arrested on domestic assault charges and quite frankly if it was he got in a bar fight and was arrested you know I may be laughing at him for it but you know I, I I just can't find anything inside me right now to laugh about something that affects a family in this sort of manner but on to basketball we go and I tried to recap this last night. I just had to re-record this whole thing. There's like one segment that worked, and that was it with all the news breaking today and Tech having a basketball game. So I appreciate y'all bearing with me on being a day late. But Texas Tech beat Nickel State 78-71. They were down seven points at halftime. Pop Isaacs, shout out to Pop Isaacs. How about this kid? Five of six from three, six of nine from the field, twenty-four points. Unplayable, my butt. Ah, uh, that's a shot. If you know what it is, you know what it is. Uh he did have three turnovers. So look, and I I I think I tweeted out during this game. Look, Pop Isaacs is gonna be damn good someday. And there were a couple people who quote tweeted me or commented, Pop Isaacs is already damn good. And look, guys, if you think Pop Isaacs is damn good now. Oh my God, you are going to love what he becomes because this kid is only going to become more polished. He has the confidence of a champion. I love watching him play and sometimes I hate watching him play because he does dumb things. But I'll tell you what, over time, this kid is going to be special. Kevin O'Banner, a quiet 20 points um 7 of 13 from the field 2 of 6 from 3 he also got 7 boards Daniel Bacho had 14 boards 6 of 7 from the field 9 points I I don't know how that or sorry 9 rebounds 14 points I I, I'm sorry guys I this is the second time I'm recording this on Monday morning I had to wake up at 3 30 a.m been driving all day across texas that's what my job entails um but anyways davion harman three points uh one of eight from the field not good he's been good for us this season not good tonight um demarion williams out there getting cardio two points over two from the field um demarion williams Kerwin walton have been massive disappointments this season i'm just gonna be straight up Kerwin walton in this game zero points one turnover and this is an experienced veteran and okay so over my time i haven't liked being too not even over my time over my time as a fan i didn't like being too critical of college kids because they're not getting paid but now they're getting paid and trust me the nil money that they're getting from texas tech is a big number trust me on that one it is a big number this guy is an experienced veteran Notice how I am not slamming Elijah Fisher for zero points and one turnover. Because I understand Elijah Fisher is a kid who could be in high school. Kerwin Walton, Demarion Williams are veterans. They haven't done a thing. And look, we said the same thing about Bryson Williams. I am doubtful either of them have the turnaround he did. But I am pulling for Kerwin Walton and Demarion Williams all the way to have the turnover or a turnaround that Bryson Williams had. But I am skeptical, and something needs to be picked up, and something needs to be picked up quick. Because I'll tell you what, and this is not just those two problems. This is a team problem. In this game against Nichols State, they were out-hustled. They were out-worked. They, they were out-thought. are They were out-everything out to a school that has no business hanging with a Texas Tech team in Lubbock. And it's unacceptable what this performance was. And this wasn't a one-off. And I said this yesterday, and I watched the game today, and it made me more angry, more frustrated. These are not one-offs. This is a pattern with this team. There is clear chemistry issues with this team. At the end of the day, every player needs to look themselves in the mirror. And even the young ones, even the young ones, they need to look themselves in the mirror and realize... Even if you are frustrated with what's going on, even if you're frustrated, you are a grown man at this point, you are playing for a P6 program, a program that went to the Sweet 16 last year, a program that went to the Final Four in 2019, a program that went to the Elite Eight in 2018, that is state-of-the-art facilities, and you are struggling against Nichols State and Eastern Washington. That is unacceptable. That can't happen. You are being outworked by them. It's not just that you're struggling. You're being outworked by them. You're being outfought at every phase of the game. And that is unacceptable. And every player needs to look themselves in the mirror. And some players have be- had better years than others. But every single player, because Texas Tech only beat Eastern Washington 77-70, to and they were down at halftime or tied at halftime. I'm sorry. They were either down one or tied at halftime and it took until the after the final media timeout till they finally pulled away from this team. Every single player, sometimes they have looked like their feet have been in cement. They looked like they had cement blocks around their feet. Every single player needs to look themselves in the mirror at this point. Say Big 12 play in the toughest conferences in America is coming up and we have sucked so far. What can you do now? What can you do now? Every single player needs to challenge themselves over these next couple weeks because i'll tell you what you have an opportunity in front of you in a program that has made three sweet 16s in the last five years two elite eights and a national title game with much better facilities than what those guys had previous to you and you're not getting the job done every single player needs to look themselves in the mirror because there is enough talent on the squad that they can still figure it out and this team is still eight and two the season is far from over but the performances have left a lot of concern in everybody's mouth right now all right so that's basketball um Reggie Pearson has entered the transfer portal his I, I his dad or uncle has tweeted that he has his own story he still loves Texas Tech look my my opinion of the transfer portal is sometimes guys are going to leave, sometimes our guys are going to come in. Reggie Pearson spent two years at Texas Tech. I don't know what the story is with him. I wish him all the best. He looked like he gave hundred percent every time he was healthy and out there. Um, I wish the best for him. His either dad or uncle even said Tech commits or Tech people with Tech offers should commit right now. So. They are not bashing us on their way out. It's a personal slash business decision. And I I will root for Reggie Pearson to have a successful season wherever he goes. Crystal ball, Michigan State. Um in football, Will Hampton, four star or three star according to rivals, unranked according to 24-7. He's a 2024 quarterback. I I want to talk about this kid, cause uh week one of the college football season. I My roommate's not from, uh, he's from mainly Arizona, Colorado, California. He's a military brat, moves around. He came down with me. We went to the A&M game at 11 a.m. against Sam Houston State. Then we went to the UT game at 7 p.m. Don't worry, I was streaming tech on my phone. Don't hate me. Um, I, I was still watching the tech game. I had a tech shirt there. I got told countless times. I'm in the wrong stadium. Yeah, I, I didn't know who was playing. I'm a stupid Tech fan, I guess, whatever. But uh, Friday night, I went and watched Huddle and Liberty Hill, and Liberty Hill is a good program. I knew Huddle was a good program, and I I just watched this game. I didn't know anything about any of the players, and Will Hampton was completing balls, rolling to his right, scrambling to his left, throwing dimes down the field. He had a lot dropped. He played through an injury. I was like, me and my roommate both both said to each other, dang, this quarterback's good for a high school football quarterback. And I look him up after. He has three offers, one from Incarnate Word, one from UTSA. By the way, they do a really good job at talent scouting. And one from Texas Tech, who I trust talent scouting. And last night, he committed to Texas Tech on Monday night. And I got to say, I'm really excited for this kid. Don't know what he's going to do, but I'll tell you what. I trust Tech's talent evaluation. I saw him in person. This kid was on another level compared to everybody on the field. You know, there was a good program in Huddle, a program in Liberty Hill that went to the state final. And the only player I looked up after the game was Will Hampton because he was clearly on another level. And I'm excited to see what this kid can become. And... I really trust our talent evaluation. So, look, this is going to be it for us. Uh, We played Jackson State on Saturday. I'll have a full recap. Everybody was in a tech uniform today for basketball. That's important. I'll tell you all more about that later, and we'll see what it looks like against Jackson State. But, um, you know, overall, we've won our last three basketball games, three disappointing performances. But can this team come together? And just a really lot of tragic news. Um, Hopefully next week will be a lot more upbeat. We'll talk about the transfer portal. We'll talk about tech basketball against Jackson State. And I will talk to you all then. Thanks for listening. I hope all of you all are doing well. I know this has been a wild 48 plus hours, 72 hours, whatever it is. Hope you all have a great rest of your week.